Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group, you can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. Art McPherson, this is something that you brought up that is worth mentioning. There's a website called Seeking Alpha, and the article said that most financial plans are set to fail miserably over the next decade. My question is, do you think that is an accurate statement that most financial plans are set to fail over the next decade? And can you talk about how we can make sure that doesn't happen to us? Sure. So there's a lot of financial plans. You know, when we first see a client or a, you know, a potential client come in, come in, come into the doors, um, they have a kind of a plan in place and their plan currently is, Hey, I'm going to be 60% stock, 40% bonds, and, um, we're just going to let it ride. Well, by letting it ride, you're taking all the big dips within the market. So you took the COVID dip. You took the subprime mortgage dip. You took the big, you know, tech bubble dip. Um, that's how financial plans fail in retirement is too much volatility. So when you're pulling money out in retirement for income and your portfolio is down 30% because of the coronavirus, it's going to be hard for you to sell something at that bottom to get your monthly income. So you need a plan in place. You need something that says, hey, I know these events are happening. I don't know when they're happening. I don't know why or where they come from, but over my retirement, there may be five or six of them. So you need to have different buckets of assets set aside that says, hey, if the market takes a big dip or a correction, because it will, I'm taking my income from this bucket. If the market's good, I'm taking it from this bucket. So you need to have a plan in place. And that's why most financial plans are set up to fail because they don't incorporate the things that we do here at McPherson Financial Group to give you those different buckets of assets. There was a website and it's called Go Banking Rates and they did a story about wealth managers. So that's just another title or designation for something that financial advisors offer. So exactly who are you, Art McPherson? And who do you focus on for that first time client? Well, basically, one of the things that I think we do really well and do quite a bit different than the average firm in our area is we really take our time with people that walk in the door. So we are not going to make a recommendation to you. If you come in and meet with us for the first time, we're going to get to know you. You're going to get to know us. We're going to talk about our process, about what we do, and then you're going to decide whether or not to come back in. And then we're going to meet with you again. And then after we meet with you that second time, we get some real detail built out into some recommendations, what you're currently doing, what we would recommend uh, maybe in, an, in addition to or instead of what that client is currently doing. And then on the third time, that's decision time. That's where we come. Uh, we get back together and we're really sitting down to uh, dial in the details of what their long-term strategy is going to be, how we break the money up, how we invest the funds, uh, and then they make a decision at that time. So really it's a, a very um, intensive kind of get-to-know-one-another event, and we just feel like you know education is so important mm -hmm. at McPherson Financial Group, and we want to make sure that people don't feel pressured. They, we want to make sure that they feel like they've got a lot of understanding of why we're going to do what we what we do before we kind of start that implementation process. Art, you had mentioned, um, you know, drawdown risk when it comes to, you know, things that we do for clients and how we help them, um, you know, with their risk and volatility. That's one of the reasons why I'm here. So I started my career as a tax accountant, worked in Dallas. Glad I'm not there a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, and then I got into the financial services industry and I went to work for Raymond James. So every advisor I've worked with or worked for has a different approach of things. And when I first came here from 
I was at Raymond James, then I was at a bank working with ultra high net worth individuals. What I saw at those two places different than what I see here is, you know, when, when Art and I had conversations about me coming down here and helping with the practice and, you know, him essentially hiring me, I said, Art, what happened to your clients in 2008 and 2009? I said, what happened to them in the tech bubble? And he had great answers. He didn't say, well, we just rode the wave. Everything was okay. Right. He said in 2008 and nine, I think, what was the answer? Down maybe 10%, five to 10%. The average client was down five to 10% and the market was down. I mean, given what market you look at, call it 40%. Well, in my past, I've asked those questions and the advisors have always said, well, the market just kind of it comes back, you know, st- stick with the plan. Things will work out. Well, if you look in, back in time from 2000 to 2013, your plan didn't work until 2014, right? So you took 13, 14 years for that plan to work. So one of the reasons why I'm here is that, you know, by helping our clients, you know, reduce their drawdown risk, it really helps in the overall performance of the portfolio because we know they're coming. Um, so if we can help prevent those or minimize those, um, it, it's going to be a great, great retirement for our clients. You talk about education. And so while we're at it, I need you to educate me a little bit because I want you to define these terms or these phrases to me in the most simplistic way. So what is risk tolerance? That is how much risk Mark is willing to lose in his dollars. So let's say your risk tolerance mean you can have a numerical value to it, but we always call it kind of like what's your max drawdown risk. So when mm-hmm. you look at your portfolio, Mark, can you be are you willing to lose 35 percent in your portfolio? Because that's what happened to the market during covid. You might be like, yeah, that's I can do that. You know, if it's a short term situation. But then if I say, can you afford one hundred thousand to turn into sixty five thousand? That's a 35 percent correction. Are you okay with that? Or can you afford to lose thirty five thousand for every hundred thousand? All of a sudden you become it becomes very real. So sometimes the percentage doesn't sound too bad until you put real numbers to it. So a lot of times that's what we do is we try to give you both sides of the equation. So here's the percentage loss. You said you could handle a 10% correction, but on $2 million, that 10% correction was 200,000. Are you still okay with that? Mm -hmm. And then it gets a little more real at that point. Okay, Luke, how about this one? A tax deferred retirement account. We hear that a lot. Define it for me. A tax deferred retirement account is something like your 401k, your IRA, where you don't pay the taxes on it currently. So if you buy or sell in the account, there's no taxable event. But when you take money out at retirement or say before retirement, essentially whenever you take money out of a tax deferred account, it's taxed to you at ordinary income. So you're kicking the can down the road, waiting on the government to raise taxes. Sorry, I added that in. <laughs> well, the, the general premise has always been take the deduction while you're at your highest earning years. Mm-hmm. So that way you're kicking the can so that when you start withdrawing, you're in a lower bracket. But Luke's point is we're not sure that's going to be the case because the government has spent so much money. They're under so much pressure to raise taxes. There's a high probability you're going to be paying a higher amount in taxes in the future, not a lower amount. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've got one more for you. And this is thrown around a lot. And we've said it before on the Art of Money radio show, but diversification, what is that? That is making sure not all your eggs are in one basket. You know how grandma's already told you that? All the time. There you go. So all that means is you don't have 
every part of your portfolio is not in the same asset class. So you break up even growth money, you know, so your growth money is just not all in mega caps. You know, you're in mid caps, small caps, value funds, you name it, you're spread or you're spreading your risk around. So if one segment of the market is underperforming another segment, you still have pieces across the board. So you're trying to diversify the risk. And over time, that typically will give you a similar type performance as if you just put it all in one area. But cut your volatility in half. So the magic is, you know, trying to minimize that volatility by that diversification of your portfolio. Art, what if I were to call you, and this does happen to people, what if I did inherit a million dollars? I got a million dollar inheritance. What's the first thing I need to do right now? What would you say? Call us immediately. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, the stats are very scary, Mark. Mm -hmm. 18 months on average, that money will be gone. Is it because taxes or the government or because I go crazy or because I find so many cousins I didn't know I have that have their hand out because you don't know how hard it is to earn that. So you didn't go through the process of saving that money. And it's kind of what we call windfall money, you know, whether it's an inheritance or the lotto, it doesn't matter. You just don't have that same respect for it and how hard it is to save and earn it. So if you get help from us, you can realize how powerful that money can be for your life. It can be a life-changing event for you, but it can either be a life-changing event where you pay stuff off, you you know pay your house mortgage off, you do things like that. But literally, in 18 months, the average person that has windfall funds like that, they are gone without any financial help. So you need to get some help on that, and then you have that money for the rest of your life, and we can make it powerful, and you can see the power of it. Yes, definitely get some help, Mark, in that scenario. Because if you take the million dollars, right, and you go buy a new house for five hundred thousand, okay, now you're down to five hundred thousand, okay. right? But maybe you want a new truck. Call it, I mean, seventy-five, you know, fifty to seventy-five thousand. Maybe sure. you want two of them. You know, your wife wants one, you want one. Now you're down to four hundred thousand. You took a million bucks, you bought a house and two cars, and now you're down sixty percent, and now you have four hundred thousand dollar nest egg. Well, I think if you were able to spend that that quickly and feel that rush of having something new, it's going to continue. Um, and that's what we've seen. I, I've seen inheritances of, you know, $12 million go to five or six million, and I've flown across the country to try to slow them down. Um, <laughs> so it just, you know, if you put things in a plan and a graphically show somebody how quickly they're spending their money and where it's going, it's, uh, it's the shock factor of, wow, you're right. I am going to blow through all this money. Yeah, I may have some cars, some toys, some homes, but it's, you know, it's going to be gone in 18 months, potentially. So, yeah, be careful. Get help. Right. And get what a lot of people forget, Mark, is, you know, if you bought two vehicles, like Luke was saying there, in five years to 10 years, they're worth, what, $5,000? Mm -hmm. So you took yeah. hundred grand and turned it into ten. So you just lost $90,000 by doing that. Where we could turn around, take that million, and that million could provide $50,000 of extra income that year which is roughly 4,000 plus a month, you could easily buy a house with a couple thousand dollars a month. Mm -hmm. You could easily buy the two vehicles for the extra money out of your 
income and you haven't even touched your principal. So you could still have the two new cars, still have the new house. Now, of course, you have a mortgage, but the money you didn't touch your principal and that became powerful for you and your family. So you could still get the same things, but you still have a payment. But your money, the interest of your money is making those payments for you. So it increases that wealth effect for you and your family without having to destroy the actual golden goose, you know, that's laying the eggs for you. Yeah. And how many times do you hear the stories about people who I won the lottery and now I'm living on Skid Row? We've actually got a couple clients like that. I mean, not on Skid Row, but uh, won the lottery and then went through all the money before they became a client of ours. And then we actually captured whatever they had that was left and have helped them accumulate from that point. But yeah, by the time we found them, um, they had almost burnt through all the money, all the resources. It's just crazy. Yeah, so but we see it. Art, at least they called you. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I feel bad for them, but at least you were able to catch it at the end before they were completely broke. Correct. Yeah, correct. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A17 74725. Today's show has been a work of art. 